0: Hi, I am John and I'm Colin and I'm baby Diego's bad luck this is hold up this is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up usually there's people trying to get out of Bexhill not in Sid doesn't know why you want to get in Sid doesn't want to know Sid doesn't care
1: and now for all the nostalgics out there a blast from the past all the way back from 2003 that beautiful time when people refused to accept that the future was just around the corner. The
0: Nobody ever told me these things. i never seen a pregnant woman before. But I knew.
1: Me and my baby froly It's the first baby in 18 years.
2: You can't call it froly I'll
1: call my baby Dylan. It's a
2: girl's name too. When you're ready, come inside. Everybody's alright. She's pregnant. I well, you know it's a stake. She's pregnant.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a miracle, isn't it? All
1: right.
0: Good stuff. Yes, 2006. We're going back about 15 years. We talked about doing this movie, and it was like, oh, my God, we got to do it right away. There were high hopes for children of men. Alfonso Caron directed and wrote... um, and we had Clive Owen, Julianne Moore, Michael Kane. and some other faces. Oh, uh, Cheat Wheel IG4 is in this. Yeah. Chai Wattel. Butchered that. Sorry about I that. Know, Sorry. I either. He's
2: yeah. He's awesome.
0: Uh, he is awesome. Uh, made for $76 million, did not rake in the bucks at the box office, but uh, has since kind of found its way to be a more prominent film I don't think this I can't remember if this saw a wide release 2006 I'd have to reflect back on what I was doing around that time I'm not sure if I saw this movie in theaters or not and if I did was it in a like a little indie theater here in town
2: I think this was a wide release I mean it had a lot of big stars in it and it was an expensive movie the budget alone the budget alone is like justifies a big release
1: I would think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would think. This was definitely That's... a
2: mainstream movie, and Clive Owen at the time was probably very popular. Probably but, was, yeah. But I mean, this is a very specific movie, too, and it's a little bit darker and sad at times. It's not mm-hmm. the happy-go-lucky uh, type of movie that people go wasting to the theaters for, probably. But it, well, I how... know that since it came out, it, it's been like very successful critically and, and definitely been popular went on rental and stuff like that
0: true 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 109 minute runtime definitely put a smile on my face as we were loading this one up
2: yeah it's true
0: not gonna be too long um okay so the year's 2027 and we can't have babies anymore well not we because i can't have babies anyway but mankind i know that sounds stupid too women of the earth cannot give birth
2: I actually like how they presented that in this movie, though. Um, what, the, the,
0: it was just the case and they didn't was, talk about why or anything?
2: Yeah, there, there was only one point in the movie where someone really went into detail about it. And uh, it was a very good scene where she just talked about how she was a nurse. And and then she started noticing that the birth rate was dropping off at their hospital. And then down the road, as it was dwindling, she talked to someone a medical, someone in the medical field in another country. And, and they were like, Oh my God, we're having the same thing. And, uh, then they realized something big was going on and that's it. That's really all the discussion around, like about it coming, coming around. And there's obviously more discussion, you know, philosophical and f- theoretical discussion and stuff about it. And, but that's all great too. Right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we, don't know why we can't have babies, uh, but this movie doesn't focus on that. We kind of the, a nice description I read of this was that this movie concerns itself with the journey uh, along the the train line, not the terminus. So it's not concerned with the beginning or the end. It's the kind of middle, and or this movie kind of ends, and there's a new beginning that's going to be happening. Right, so it's very interesting. Um, so we have Theo, who is. I don't know what he does. We talked about this. He's some kind of desk job, probably for the government, the way that that, you know, this this society is kind of being like the government really seems to be benefiting. I don't think private business would be a thing. Um, and Theo had kind of a former life as a um, revolutionary. Nah, that's maybe too harsh. Activist, something like that. Yeah, um, that sounds right. <clears throat> that sounds about right to me, too. And so Theo likes to drink. He likes to pull a cork. And immediately, we're set up in this world where we can tell that it's dystopian, crazy dystopian, because obviously, there's no hope left in the world. Um, And so, Theo runs into Julian, his ex-wife, who is really into activism still, and uh, convinces him to escort a young um, refugee, and it turns out that that young refugee is actually pregnant. And so... We follow along as um, they try to get her to the coast to something called the human project and see if there's any hope for mankind. And there's kind of a journey Well, in this fucked up kinda. world.
2: It's also interesting too, because the main character and his ex lost a child um, to, they never really go into detail.
1: To a flu epidemic yeah. in
2: 2008. So yeah.
1: that's like a, I mean, that's, Pretty crazy too, imagine. But
2: I don't. The only the the only part their relationship I I didn't enjoy was was their argument about it. Um, I found that to be um, it didn't to me their big huge fight when they first they first talk alone. The rest of their the time they do spend together, which is obviously not a lot, and we'll talk about that later seems much more friendly and and you know jubilant and silly and uh i don't think we need we needed that kind of um uh conflict between them that harsh like hatred of someone that you love still are loved and still love it didn't seem it seemed a little bit too over the top and too much explain log information that mm. that they did in that I think that if I would have removed any small piece of this movie like completely cut it out or change it I think I think that's what I would have changed because I don't mind finding that out after she's no longer in the movie and that that was a thing that happened to mm. them um, as opposed to them arguing about it um I just yeah. that really jumped out to me for some reason I, I don't know why I think maybe the dialogue wasn't very good or they're both great actors, so it was definitely wasn't the acting. But sometimes it's hard to uh, pull that stuff together because when you see them in the van and they're doing the ping pong ball and they're laughing and being silly, it didn't seem consistent with the way that they were acting around each other earlier. So I just, I just might have toned that down or gotten rid of it.
1: I don't know. I guess I, be- I, I didn't stand out to me at all.
2: Yeah, um, it really jumped out at anything. me
1: it's a uh, like as far as that going on I I I mean relationships have moments of tension and I mean for myself anyways I can say that I can get over uh, a fight really quick so I mean I mean maybe that I just didn't stand out to me on it just
2: the, seemed a more than a, it was like things were said that were so mean to one another that I just didn't well, think needed to really be said they were kind of well, I mean, raw dealing like, with
1: their dead kids so I can understand yeah. and he says to her he's like you like, every that's why everyone says you got over it to, so quick, or or like gives you shit for getting over it so quick. Yeah, like, that's, that's like fucking. It's a serious
2: wound. Yeah, yeah. that's that's that the stuff that they get healed. into. Yeah, that's the stuff that they could have gotten into with less vitriol, or, or or just they just were really mean to one another. And then obviously, I mean, if anyone who's seen this movie knows, she ends up um, not making it and dying and in his arms, she gets shot. Yeah. 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 And so, so like it almost, um, I don't know. It would have almost been better if they, if they didn't have that animosity before that happened. And and then you were to find that out a little bit later. It's, it's not a big complaint. It's just something that (laughs) I noticed this time that I hadn't noticed before. Well, I'm trying to think
0: one thing that could be a positive from it in terms of characterization is, um, clive Owen seems like kind of down on his luck and he's a drinker and he's kidnapped he's like always being taken advantage of but when he gets in with her he doesn't he doesn't back down he fights her he stands up to her and it kind of i like that characterization because it gave him some character in my mind that he's not just a pushover entirely that if he believes strongly about something he can he can get behind it um
1: yeah he just doesn't uh, care about everything else yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's not that even that yeah.
2: he it's not even that he doesn't care. There's a there's a great line in the screenplay at the beginning saying he's a guy who's given up on the world long before it gave up on him. And uh, he's not even paying attention to the T V when he comes in. He just wants his coffee. Meanwhile, everybody is staring up at the baby Diego story and they're all so shocked that the youngest person on the planet died, and he's completely indifferent. Which is uh which is a great Way of writing it in the script, and I, I feel like he pulls that off. Like that that that's great characterization. He he's no longer engaged in in the goings on of what's happening, and he just wants a coffee so he can drink his booze he's outside. He's completely
1: apathetic. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's yeah. like yeah, no, he's I mean yeah, I think that line like you said from the screenplay is perfect. Actually, he's the yeah, like, guy and, that's like given up on life even before it gave up on him. Like. Absolutely. He's, I think when the kid died, probably was that, that was probably it. I can see that being the case, right? Like, how do you come back from that? How horrible. So, um, I do agree with that. The thing for the vitriol, um, in the argument, just bouncing back to that real quick. The reason why I like that little bit of, um, characterization for their relationship is because later, um, when I can't remember her name, the pregnant woman, when she she later says, um, she told me to trust you and only you. Right. Yeah. To me, that gives that more gravity because Mm. you see that they have like this conflicted relationship in the car with everyone else. Like they're, maybe they're not fighting there. They're just being sociable. Right. Um, and he just got $5,000. But later when she says that to me, it really gives an indication of the, um, the severity of the of the situation, right? How she
2: really felt about him, yeah.
1: Well, how she really felt for him, and then also um why he needs to take it, because it's like obviously, like her saying that, and then that woman relaying that that was said to her, is is giving Clive Owen like another, I mean, it's another level of pull to it. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's it's that she like that when she said that she meant, yeah, she meant that as as much as. There was going on between them She still trusted him completely
1: Of course Yeah, respect yeah. and trust Yeah Never changed it's, it's right?
2: a, That's a great point And and maybe that does That, do, that does make that other scene More effective later um, I just It was just like such um, Personal attacks Kind of on one another About such a subject I just couldn't see that Some people losing a child And then like Personally attacking each other I just felt It was kind of Mean to, they <laughs> were so fucking mean. But yeah, maybe you're that right. That maybe definitely would happen. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Like they can't. There's they don't want to blame, blame themselves. Oh,
0: there'd be so they, much resentment and you don't want to oh, blame yeah. like yourself. Regret because they're obviously still in
1: love, right? Yeah.
2: If it's if it's not the other person's fault, and maybe tear your relationship
1: apart. Like, maybe it's yeah. your
2: fault if it's not their fault. You know, and yeah. that's a terrible thought, and you don't want to. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it mean, sets up. An interesting dynamic for the for those two, and and to it's a good it's a good lead to pull them in. The writing in this movie, the the kind of structure and stuff is is really tight, and um, like it, it certainly it gets going. It doesn't spend a lot of time in the backstory. It just kind of starts you off, and like things start happening immediately, which is also a way that this movie is really really great at setting up the world, building the world. Is it's done so well in this, you never for a minute doubt that this is a like a completely blown out London.
1: No, it's amazing.
2: The directing too in this movie with those long action sequences, um, whether it's in the battle at the end or the car when they're driving and there's the gunfight, and it go the shots go on for several minutes where you're in the car with them and you're experiencing it and you're not seeing it from any other angles but their perspectives just mm-hmm. grounds you so much into the movie making you feel like you're you're there and it's happening yeah. to you yeah it's amazing it's amazing directing this is oh. a well well directed film like i'm oh, yeah. sure it like, was nominated for awards or it must i bet you it won this was the, it, this awards. was nominated
1: adapted yeah. uh screenplay but no directing um nominations. Well, that's the
2: Oscars. But but it, I'm no, sure it, that it won directing and other, you know, like it didn't Golden win Globes any Oscars. Or, what? Oh, no, like, but I just mean awards. Like I'm sure like BAFTA so. and all of these places were two like, BAFTAs. Holy fuck. Yeah, two yeah, BAFTAs.
0: A Saturn Award. But this see this came out this wasn't even nominated for Best Picture, which is interesting. because um, we had uh, the departed Babel Letters from Iwo Jima, Little Miss Sunshine, and The Queen were all up for Best Picture that year.
2: It's well, I year. mean, Little Miss Sunshine and this—what a great year! Yeah, I mean, both but Maadi
0: won it. The Departed won it. Oh, that's terrible!
2: Oh my God, that's the one that won. Out of those three, fuck, yeah. no, yeah. awful. This is a far superior directed sc- screenplay or movie, in my opinion, than than that
0: yeah but before like so 1917 which came out recently had some like really amazing um oh, amazing yeah. long shots like yeah. unparalleled like the, the how well they were done this movie had set that bar i think before, absolutely up, Oh yeah. to this, then there's some mind-blowingly uh, long it. shots yeah six minutes uncut and maybe that maybe they figured out a way to like cut a number of takes together in really creative ways, which, but it looks like an uncut six minute thing outside, inside, battles, tanks, in a building, out of a building. It's ridiculous. It's noticeable. Like after a while, you're like, it's still going. And it's all just so very interesting. And it's just, ugh, the grit and the dirt and the just the dystopian of this movie screams out at you when you're watching it. It doesn't take you long to start buying into the desperation that. That's set up here because ultimately, that's the movie, right? It's hope, um, and whatever metaphors you want to, whatever metaphors you want to use in that alley. That's that's what it's all about. So they do a very good job of taking all your hope away to start, and at various times throughout too, because you build a strong liking to a lot of the characters that um, Theo surrounds himself with, like Michael Caine. How do you not like his character? He's a super awesome fun guy character. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's really hard. It's really hard um, because I know they were trying to make it through the character's eyes so much. Um, Because you could have easily, if you weren't directing the movie this way, you could have easily shown Michael Caine getting talked to and killed without um, the main character witnessing it. Um, And I think if I was the main character, I would have not stopped, parked, and when you have, I wouldn't have not looked down. I would have gotten the fuck out of there with the, the woman with the baby as fast mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. So that that kind of bothered me a little bit. Like, but I I know they wanted to show that Michael Kane gets killed, and they wanted him to know. But I don't know. Yeah. Does it really I could, necessary? I don't know. He could have said, "I, I, I talk my way out is. of this all the time," it's and go us go, down. go. Like
0: everyone uh, around Theo ends up basically getting killed, except for Key.
2: But we get to see him. Um, does he poison his wife? He gives her a suicide kit, so yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. And so we could see that, and then we could see him come out and get shot without having the Clive Owen watching. I guess we could, they could have done it that way. I think we I could think see they, it,
1: but we, Clive Owen doesn't know
2: it then, and it's yeah. not as like because I doesn't think that, know she that gave him the suicide see, kit though. He doesn't. The suicide kit's he wouldn't all have by himself. Yeah, but I'm sure didn't. he
0: would have
1: deduce after seeing. Maybe but after seeing to. his friend get shot, I think it's like again that's another step that's that's like the stakes have increased and it's also giving him less to to give to uh to come back to, right? Yeah. yeah. So there is like every every time something a bit of his home disappears his like I don't know his commitment I guess his to giving everything yeah. of himself yeah. just becomes more and more like he's he becomes more and more willing to die for this like because it's the only thing he can give back i think at that point like his friend died his fucking ex-wife who's obviously like still in love with uh gets shot in the face he's miserable anyways like yeah there's it no just turning becomes back more about it no there's not whether,
0: whether he real as soon as he leaves that farm with key there's no turning back and i don't think i don't even think Like, I wonder if he even realized it at that point because he loses so much more um, as things kind of go on from there. And um, I think he he knows
2: he knows he tried to get him to come. And and he knows without seeing what was going to happen. Like, he's not dumb. He 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 stayed and witnessed it at the top of the hill, but he knew that, I don't that, think you
1: necessarily believe that those people would kill you.
2: You don't want to, but he knew that he was staying there because he, he didn't want to leave his wife and it, he was done. That's how I felt when that scene played out. But once again, then they show it. So, I mean, now I know, of course, the yeah. answer to that question. But I, I don't know. it's more I,
0: powerful to see it. because I think also um, just to continue to show how ruthless the people who are chasing him are. Also that the is suicide. when that steps that up.
1: Yeah. yeah, we don't think that they're ruthless here. Like we see Not obviously that there's them. some stuff that went on, but yeah. I don't think we quite get how bad they are. And that really does develop that, I think, a ton. I think you're dead on about that. For me, I I then realized that the stakes were much higher. Like obviously they're running for their lives already, but you realize what this group could be capable of. So yeah, um, yeah I like that. I, I I do understand that it's kind of, a bummer to see him standing there with like the stakes so high, and he's like watching it. Yep, it's unfortunate that we need to watch it, but I don't mind it. I think the stakes
2: are raised for us as the audience, though, when we see it. So I, I still think that would have been okay, but, but um, yeah, but the suicide kit thing is so interesting that they advertise that. Quietus. Very, very smart writing. Once again, the, they yeah, they introduce that. it early.
0: They talk about it as a joke. They're like, can you believe they do this? Ha, 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 ha. And then it's one other time he comes over and uh, he had an open box by him. I can't remember. He was napping and Clive Owen wakes him up and he says something about it. So they just they have it in there enough so that, you know, you're familiar enough what it is and what it can do. And 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 you understand, I think, why people would do it. Right. It's like on your time.
2: Well, it's such good writing because because it's uh, such a great way of establishing how bad things have gotten. Yeah. That this is a fucking marketable thing that people well, are purchasing.
1: It's funny because Michael Caine even says at one point, because he's a weed, he grows weed, he's a weed dealer. Yeah. And uh, and he's like rolling a joint and he says, uh, government rationed antidepressants and suicide kits, but this is still illegal. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. such a perfect, ex- like it's such a perfect perspective of the government and in
2: general. Yeah it is it's funny
1: um Ah. so i mean
0: the movie does also a good job of like when they're on the train or whatever and there's that advert that just shows the world having fallen apart and uh only um only the uk soldiers on uh but it kind of it's it's funny but it's it's quick and it's a powerful way to show like again how horrible things are like most of society is just outright collapsed yeah um and, uh, and it's just a relentless British, um, what do you call it, um, military, uh, it's not a coup because they're on the right side, but it's like a, what do they call it, a military lockdown? Oh, police yeah. state. A police state. There you go. Thank you. Jeez, I was really struggling for that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, like, it's part of the world building, but it also is telling a story of, of um, you know, how desperate things are um, with all the cages and there's a lot of, <laughs> There's actually a close up of an old lady who's like screaming something in German and when the uh the housewife um is taken off yeah. the off the thing there's a there's a German song playing there too that was related to back in the time so they're definitely drawing those parallels obviously but effectively I'd say um big time yeah it, it's 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 sad but you can also see it and what else I noticed and I think we all did as we watched this was our, in the early parts of it anyway, our main character's um, desensitivity to it. Mm-hmm. Um, when Jasper goes to pick up Theo for the first time, they're like showing the cages and the people are like crying and, and screaming and like clawing yeah. at the gates. And he's like, hey, what's going on, my man? Oh, not much. Come on, let's go to my place and get high. Um, it 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 That also like very very did a very good job of, of showing you know either the apathy or the lack of hope like what are we going to do about it I only got like 30 years left and then we're all gone might as well deal with this good shit while we got it um, so it makes the, the arcs for the characters a lot bigger um, and I think like they also tell a lot of uh, how, how involved everybody was in um, activism prior because Michael Caine's character was a former uh, artist um, a cartoonist uh, and whatever his wife was, she was obviously through a headline. They show was likely tortured by MI6 and um, I think she's not, a journalist. Right in the head. Yeah, she might have been a journalist. Yeah,
1: because they have all the headlines there and it looks like stories that she'd done. And then I think she was captured as a result.
0: Yeah. So it makes sense why he would know Theo and, and how they might have become close. But it also keeps them, you know, very aware of like current affairs and and maybe that's how they're able to have some of the apathy that they do because they're well educated on what they could like to step up now will mean certain death like we're not going to lead a revolution so let's just hide in your cottage and get high until we're dead it's kind of i think what they were planning on doing it's it's excellent 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 world building it like I, i get sucked into this movie every time
2: the characterization, the writing is so well with the dialogue, too, because you know who that character is that Michael Caine plays like so quickly, like within like 10, 15, 20 seconds, like the the dialogue and his performance. You just like you're like you know who he is. You like and oh the same finger. with Clive Owen, the same with Clive Owen's wife, who's played by Julianne Moore. yep. Um even even as quiet as... who? What's the birth mother's name? Key. E? Key. key. K-E-E. He? Key. Even her. E. He, key. Even her, key. Key. Even Key's character. <laughs> even Key's character is uh, quiet and, and at most times. Obviously, yep. she has a secret and she's uh, being introduced to someone new. Yeah, like but, naming your uh,
0: baby Frollo or Bazooka. Bazooka, yeah. yeah. I mean, just people great like, this characterization.
2: This chick's just weirdly fat. <laughs> even when you meet smaller characters like Sid, um, are the military, people in the military, or even the bad guys, very quickly the uh, you know who they are without a lot of explanation or dialogue. And that's mm-hmm. just good just good filmmaking. I mean, this if you think about... The logistics, just the logistics alone of the car scene where his wife gets shot when they're trying to get down that road. yeah. And then we turn around and see like dozens of people charging them all of a sudden, seemingly from out of nowhere with clubs and sticks and all of the times the camera whips around to show the different angles of what's going on outside of that car
0: goes outside the car. Yeah, they had to develop a special rig for that.
2: I bet they fucking did. <laughs> yep. I I Crazy. bet you there's great making of shit on YouTube oh. about this that I'm gonna watch immediately after we get off this podcast. Now that I realize that yeah, it's gonna yeah. be on there, oh yeah, um, because it's one of the most intense scenes. In any movie I've ever seen, as well as the action at the end, the fighting at the end as well is crazy intense and feels very realistic. It's just, it's that feel, feeling of realism and that you're there that is really hard for, for someone it's to, shot, to it's get. It's shot
1: like a document, yeah. documentary. A lot of yeah. times it's, it is, yeah. Like there's another type of documentary I was trying to think there, but like it's, it's very man on the ground. Yeah. Right like you see the lens get blood on it sometimes or like the explosions Dirt, feel like the yeah. camera is being you know um, jostled. yeah being jostled like everything that's happening to the characters kind of is is there with the camera so i i totally think they nailed that what you're saying um and I like it because that pulls me into the movie so much, right? It's it gives it a reality on top of think about that set is already so good, the acting's so good, I mean the story and everything is so rich. But then you do that I mean what's the cinematographer left for this is real life, you know? The yeah.
2: cinematographer who worked with him, I'm sure got many, many great jobs after this. He could I'm sure he's super crazy famous. We'll have to look up who he is because because he, I'm sure, helped. I mean, you'd have to have an amazing fucking DOP to direct this movie.
0: He's. Yeah, it was Chivo actually, Emmanuel Lubetsky.
2: And what else um, was he? What else did he uh, work on?
0: Uh, on uh, well, I can pull it up. Let me pull it. See, up. It's on
2: 1917, uh, is it? Because fucking, so if it was, Sleepy it Hollow, sense.
0: Meet Joe Black, Cat in the, the Hat. Oh, Revenant. Yeah, yeah that's uh, the Revenant. Life. There you go, Birdman. Birdman. So,
2: oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah,
0: the Revenant. Yeah. Oh, True yeah, word. and that movie
2: too. New World. Yeah, New World. He worked with Terrence Malick.
1: He won the for Gravity. Cat gravity. Hat. You guys. Yeah. He gravity won for Gravity. Yeah. He
2: won. Yeah, he won DOP for Gravity. And the Revenant like,
0: was his third Academy Award win. Wow.
2: These guys that do this are so important. These the the guys that do his job. I mean, when you find someone good. Like that, like this guy directed Gravity well, as that well. One
1: guy I can't remember that famous guy, and he does like every fucking thing. God damn it! Why can't I remember? Did him? this Th- this guy direct has in his um,
0: in his resume? He has an untitled David O. Russell project to be released this year. No it's way. in post production right now, so that is going to look beautiful. We know because fuck yeah! Man, and it's oh gonna man, be crazy. Emmanuel, you are the shit. You are like Absolutely. one of the best at what you do. Kudos yeah. to you, my man. Alfonso Caron, too, like huge ups for him. He would have directed uh, the third Harry Potter movie right before this one. Uh, and then yeah, Harry I'm Potter started changing directors every every movie after. So interesting. I don't know if
2: we're going to do Harry Potter movies uh, for the show. I'm sure that we will at some point down the road. But I tried watching the first one recently. and So that was kind of interesting. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yep, go yep, well. let's yep. just put it that um, way. Okay, well, <laughs> let me go about
0: this some more. Uh, the music. Oh, yeah. So, like, as an example, every time something bad happens and Clive Owen is like crushed and that woman with her operatic <laughs> voice is singing, it just melts me every time. It's, it's, mm-hmm. the music in this is subtle but effective. And there's yeah, some like Radiohead, there's some Pink Floyd,
1: um, yeah, the Beatles. Floyd, that big flying pig in the sky too, yeah. like the fucking Pink Floyd album. Yeah, uh,
0: and the at, Crimson at, King
1: song playing
2: at his house. Yeah. There's the, the Beatles at Michael Caine's house two times or three times. They play the Beatles He plays the Beatles when he's giving his wife a so Suicide long Kit. Ruby
1: Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. A great soundtrack for this movie yeah. for sure. Really well See, done.
1: That is the thing, man. Those songs are timeless songs. Those are all yeah.
2: older songs than the
1: movie. That's what you got to do. If you put music in, do not use contemporary music. God no, Capture yeah. the feel with proven, time-tested yeah. songs because yeah. your movie will be more timeless. That shit can ruin it. You ever see something with some of that shit 90s fucking grind in there or whatever? It is past, like fucking Smash Mouth. We talked about this recently with the fucking... Yeah, yeah. Shrek might be the only movie that can do it.
2: <laughs> Everything
1: else, like, I know. Just, just take fucking... I mean this movie's not the first but definitely handles it well. Yeah.
2: yeah, it does. I mean it's really smart. What you're saying is true. I mean not only in the writing but in the music like a couple of lines about a TV show or a or a, you know a movie or something in your 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 movie can really date it and make it feel like it's out of touch. So you got to be really careful with the dialogue and the music because yeah, you should be trying to make something that can stand the test of time, and this movie does that in spades In on no. both those aspects, the dialogue and the music.
1: This movie, I mean, maybe say too much, but I would say this movie has not lost a step. And I don't know if it's better than it ever was, but it is, I mean... Potent. it's cre- Yeah, it's potent is a fucking great word, Jesus. This movie left all of us, I think, for a few minutes after it ended kind of in silence, you know what I mean? Considering like, yeah. especially now things are pretty gloomy. Um, and this it's movie more is, relevant is, now. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm wondering.
2: feels right? more relevant now and it does. No, you're absolutely right. I think it is more relevant now in these times. Uh,
0: maybe five or even 10 years ago, I would have said like, I would have had a hard time seeing how society and could would collapse but these days you can see a lot easier how it can happen. Big yeah, you
2: know, where this movie takes
1: place 5 years from now. So Well, that's we the only time.
2: thing that's the only thing I I might have changed is I I I, I, it, I wouldn't have given a date maybe. Maybe if you leave that open-ended because that once again we've talked about like in, you know, in 2030 people are going to be watching this movie and go, "Ah, 2027." So I, maybe that's like the only small little flaw in the writing that they could have <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, fixed. Right. What
0: though? They didn't go super futuristic or different. No, though. they didn't.
2: But but no. what you what John was saying a moment ago is true. Like we now more than ever can see the cracks in the system and the cracks in society. They're really starting to show up. Mm-hmm. And so when you see a movie well done like this about like some something like this going on, then then it it does feel almost closer to home. We are making jokes that the only problem with the movie is that shit is worse now <laughs> than than in the movie. But uh yeah, they obviously, wearing masks, we are, so <laughs> obviously we're exaggerating. Yeah, they <laughs> were wearing masks they're all anti-maskers. Yeah. But uh yeah. but that was that yeah, we are in strange times, so movies that kind of reflect that do feel more um like John said, potent.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm the um again, because of the great world building and you buy into the you know the challenges that man or humankind is is going under uh I like i i I don't have any issues with the politics of the 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 group that would have julian killed and and then try and have the baby for their own purposes like i I didn't really question that that group's motivations or anything like that I was like, yeah, I could see how this would be like the huge cornerstone thing that could overthrow the, this volatile government who's got that police state and we want it broken at any cost. And it's worth like hurting anyone to do. And, um, it's kind of, it's kind of cool how you get the slow burn there to, to build the, the tension and everything, you know, cause Julian's just died, but you think they're in good hands. And then those bike guys show up and you're like, Oh no. And then it's like, Oh, everybody's in on this. Every- oh my God. And I got to tell you <laughs> out of that, when they're leaving the farmhouse and the, the henchman comes like tearing ass down the hill after them and actually catches yeah. up with the rolling car and is like can I shoot? I was like oh my fucking god oh, that, that was, was crazy I
2: forgot about that scene
0: that's so tense how much f- f- he's crazy. like superhuman he's like our first you know um, DC or MCU character just being like oh,
1: I'm the speed man we see him he, again saying, that guy's white Usain Bolt yeah
2: <laughs> What's great too is not he's highlighted in that scene, and then we get to see him later in other scenes. Yeah, and well, uh, then you realize he's the, the guy; he's the one who stuff. killed
0: Julian, and then he, he's burned into our heads there. And then later on, because. His cousin was killed in that accident and he totally blames Clive Owen for it. Um, He keeps on like getting promises that he's going to kill him and he almost gets to a second time. And then kind of to my, um, I really appreciated that they did this, doesn't have a big crazy death scene or last words or whatever. He's fucking popping window to window and he just gets, boom, he just gets hit and he's done. And there's no big pomp and circumstance about it. It should be like, like that. that. It should
1: be unceremonious with yeah. a movie like this, where it's gritty and it's meant to like portray the 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 grit of the reality. Yeah, I think that that the quick like unceremony um, or unceremoniously fucking just moving on, uh, to me that's better. I, I it, it would be so the, cheesy this if they would have made yeah.
2: a. It would been so cheesy if they would have made a big deal about that guy dying. It would have been. It would have yeah, been terribly. Cannot. It would have you were know, Brent White. Right, it would have been a completely different movie, and not uh, a good movie, <laughs> a bad movie. That was, that's in where It's just like nee!
0: yeah, I know. It's I was actually like, no, worried. I was worried that the the main bad guy Luke, I think his name is. Um, I was worried that he was going to get monologuing too much, and that they were maybe going to spend too much time. But th- you know, then you. I paid close attention to it this time. You can see when he shoots Theo and you can see Theo get hit and fall against the wall, but it all happens so quickly. You're not sure. And immediately like he's not showing any signs. And then, then the scene where they're going down the stairs and everyone is like stopping to look at the baby and the music is coming up again. And it's still all part of this like six minute montage shit um, that just goes on. It's so powerful. It like gives me chills.
2: I actually never saw him get shot. It's interesting that that is in there and that's great because I'll definitely watch this again to look for him getting shot. But uh he's in but, that room, yeah. But the As most, powerful, out, yeah. Yeah, I never saw it, but the, the, that is the scene you're talking about not it not it only is one of the craziest with the action and and feeling like you're in the middle of of a war, but when they come down the stairs with the baby and everyone yes. stops fighting. Yeah, and nobody says anything, and they all stare. It's it's so amazing that scene and so powerful, and it feels so true. As I think p- people haven't seen a baby in de- maybe decades now. Twenty years. That, yeah, it's been decades because the the youngest person alive died, and he was eighteen. So yeah. no one has seen a baby in 18 years and it's yeah. and it's also this huge weight on everybody that that stopped and so like every single person on the planet no matter what their political beliefs are would stop and look yeah. and be yeah. shocked and and some of them were reverently kneeling down and and yeah. praying and and then as soon as they get far enough away the fighting instantly begins again. Yeah. Great, great, it's, great moment.
1: Yeah. It starts because some prick shoots a fucking rocket launcher and, like, everything is calm. And I mean, like, you're right about that scene being so beautiful. Like, they go Powerful. from enemy territory into the military zone and no one says anything. Everyone is so breathtaking with this, with seeing a baby in front of them and everyone knows what it means. It's like. Like no one dares, and then that one asshole. There's always one asshole that shoots a rocket launcher in the building yeah, that ruins true.
2: all the fucking peace. Frank, yeah, it's totally Frank true. French but trick. but not only is it <laughs> not only is it like so powerful, but that is the climax of the movie. That is that is w- where the movie peaks, Yeah. which is so beautiful. And then you gotta yeah. end it quickly. Right after that, you gotta end. And they, they do, do. they five five seven minutes later it's over yep yeah maybe 10 at most
1: and the way it ends tells you everything i mean it's a happy ending despite that clive owen uh dies and if you don't know that spoiler alert clive owen dies <laughs> but why are you at this point in the podcast if you didn't he did. he bleeds um, to
2: death from his gunshot wound and she, after, she after he gets her away yeah
1: yeah in the boat and they're like waiting at that buoy for the, for the tomorrow, which by the way, the first time I watched this, every time they talk about a ship that has like the hope for life, am I the only one that kept thinking it was a spaceship?
2: <laughs> uh, no, I thought it was going to be a little Obviously, bit Obviously I've of...
1: seen it, so I know better. But I mean, the first time I was like, I was like, this fucking planet is shit. Like they're going to need a spaceship, you know?
2: But then it was a
1: boat and I was like, oh, goddamn fucking boat. Oh, well, they're fucked. I thought it
2: was (laughs) going to be a little bit of a nicer ship, maybe more futuristic or a yacht, maybe like a succession yacht or something. It's kind of a pretty plain, boring boat, but whatever. That's what makes more sense that when you see the boat, you're like, yeah, in this day and age with what's going on and stuff, that is what the boat looks like. But Mm. I definitely was expecting something more grand. Even this time, I just didn't remember what the boat had looked like. Yeah. I forgot I said tomorrow on it and stuff too as well, which was kind of cool.
1: Certainly did. Well, it's great cuz the baby is is hope and and future and then they that ship like the literally her ship comes in like Yeah. I mean, it could not be it could not be more on the nose as far as the uh the positive ending, but, which is great because this movie grinds you down, man. Oh yeah. You start in a low spot and then you kind of just go lower and lower and more despair until you eventually find your place here with the, uh, with the hope Yeah, and the tomorrow that's, it's, it's fucking money, man.
2: That's maybe my only criticism of this movie is that it is a little bit um, depressing and that's fine. I mean, you move, yeah. there are some movies that should be depressing and stories that, that should have that kind of tone and message and, Stuff, But, but I mean, you know, like just c- cause of like, you know, the last couple of years and shit, I tend to enjoy things that are, have a little bit more, you know, fun or, you know, are a little bit less downer. But, yeah. uh, but this is such an amazing movie that you have to forgive, forgive it for that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and once again, like everything can't be happy. So so no, I either. just, you know, just yeah. then I was just kind of in that mood where I was in a really good mood when we started watching it. We we had a good time talking and stuff. And then the movie started, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a really <laughs> <laughs> depressing movie. <laughs> Forgot <laughs> it was, uh, But whatever, it's, it's, <laughs> it's you, the way it's got to for- be sometimes. Yeah, you have you to just should watch this that.
1: all together on a nesting chair just holding each other the whole time. Yes, I mean this <laughs> like would be a good like petting each movie. other's hair, you know.
2: <laughs> this would be a good movie to snuggle someone and cry to for sure. Oh, if you 100%. had that partner to do that with. But you uh do the full release? Oh, uh, the man. nice thing is as much as John said as much as it is a sad ending because Cl- Clive Owen dies, there's some great dialogue at the end. That not only will he live on, what was her line about him living on? The baby, she named the baby after him.
0: After, no, after their him and Julian's dead boy.
2: Dylan. Oh, that's right. Yes, sorry. See, and she he gets named, to hear
0: that. He gets to hear
2: that. Yes, before he she goes. named it after his, his kid. His he might son. have just
0: been passed out. Maybe they had some AB negative and... He's AB negative on board and maybe he lived but no nah, probably not.
2: No, he didn't. But <laughs> 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 like clearly they clearly said he like clearly showed that he was not going to make it but but it is not that there is a great moment the way she puts it or the way it's phrased it made me feel very it was bittersweet which I love bittersweet. To me those are the best endings is bittersweet. Mm, and give uh, me something
1: and take something yeah
2: Yeah. exactly like it doesn't have to be like walt disney is bullshit but but bittersweet you just don't want it to be a complete down ending like the worst kind of ending this movie would have had is that the boat arrives clive owen dies you have all those lines and then she gets on and they're evil and they're like yeah "Yeah, we're gonna take your baby and kill you and then they shoot her and like (laughs) throw her off the boat (laughs) That would be like Something that someone would do To sh- surprise and shock The audience Ha-ha. Ha-ha, A twist or, or bullshit the boat, like that
0: The boat doesn't show up he dies and we just Fade out as she's sitting there in, in the dark
2: Waiting for the boat Yeah, And it's
0: like no I, I need to know if it came
2: uh, Somebody said I was reading something <laughs> recently and somebody was saying We need movies that have hope right now and uh, And we do I feel like we do So it's great that this movie gives you that yeah.
1: yeah yeah no i think that's important you do need to show people that there's i mean things go go rough but at the end of the day like without hope then everything collapses and i think showing people that you know through hard work and sacrificing your body for someone else then uh yeah everything can be good you can it's all a great be good
2: message to leave people with like who wants to be left with a downer message i mean it's especially when Disney
1: doesn't is because Disney always kills your parents in the beginning. So they're like, we gave you the super bitter in the beginning so that we can give you this lush end.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair.
0: Yeah. And Wally, they're like, the world ended.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, uh, at the beginning of the, up the, the woman, the woman dies and leaves her old husband alone to be in his house and taken away to the old folks home where he's going to die. A miserable yeah. death and uh yeah absolutely they start him out bad like that
0: but at least in all those movies they come back into some happy shit this movie's like the world's ending and you're like oh my god and they're like now we're gonna kill everybody <laughs> <It's> like, <"No. laughs>
1: stop it baby okay and then they go the, the happy ending is that this girl gets to live on this rusty boat and <laughs> <laughs> was but was it? wasn't scurvy uh, officially, <laughs> well, it. officially the world has one baby The, one, mean, the one thing Jesus <laughs> Christ it
2: wasn't, it wasn't rusty though The one thing about the boat was It wasn't a great boat It wasn't an expensive boat But it looked like it was well kept
1: i'll take that boat any day but oh, it's man. not like you it's say a comfort clean. liner it no, is more exactly of like a not. fishing vessel that's been repurposed like
2: yes that is what it was yeah i agree you're, you're yeah. totally right <laughs> yeah
1: she's in a hammock not a fucking bed let's put it that way yeah that's or a table that turns into
2: a bed Best yeah case some, something like that for sure uh
0: nice so what well, you guys want to do it? You I guys think we, call we should it? all do it. Yeah, let's. Do I it don't together. think
2: I don't really is there, is there any point in I think we all I think everyone. I mean, thought just this to be official, up. right? Sure. Okay. Let's
0: be official. Calling you sound confident. You, what do you think?
2: Yeah. No. I mean, I think. Yeah. No. I, it's really hard for me to say anything else <laughs> as glowing about this movie that I've already said. I I can't really top that. This is a well-crafted movie that has aged not only aged well but. Like we talked about, I think is more more relevant and interesting, and you know, poetic today as as yeah. it was when it came out. It's very poetic. There's something very poetic about this. And I, oh man, and I this love movie goes it.
1: after a bunch of themes. Like this movie is deep as fuck. Yeah, it, and, I, it, and it's and it's not obtuse. Oh, I fucking there was a really good quote, John. You go, and I'm gonna find this thing.
2: Yeah, if I could write a movie half as good as, as this, already. then I would I would just retire. I mean, like that said, say I would just like be like, I'm done. I did it. Going on, on a high note, baby. <laughs> 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 One and done. One and done.
0: Or if you're Alfonso Caron, you can go on and do a couple more
1: movies and win Oscars again.
2: You can make Gravity or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I dig him. Uh, John, you, me, 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 you, you, <laughs> you, you, me.
0: I'll say that it holds up. I love this movie. It's, um, it it's, it's a, there is a lot of down to this movie, but it's not without its re- rewards at the end and, and the hope. There's so much like, um just good storytelling, good characters, everything stands out. There's a lot of attention to detail here if you if you're into good movies and watching them multiple times. There's so many little things in here that you'll notice on a repeat viewing. Um it's great. It's quick. Everything moves along. There's like hardly any downtime and when there is, you need it because the rest of the time is spent like running and running for your life and it's it's just fun. It's a good story. It doesn't like get too much into the to the like the religion or or the undertones or the why of how they're in this situation it's just that no this is how it is there's yes there are religious groups dating they talk about how crazy dating would be in this world and once again you can tell Clive Owens just given up on finding anybody that would be his normal everyone's either a repenter or a self-flagellator or whatever it is so yeah there's just tons of beautiful world building
1: I self-flagellate a
0: lot yeah yeah it's good for the soul So yeah, uh, thumbs up for sure. This movie holds up. Um, I would watch this once a year. No problem. You'd be doing yourself a disservice to watch it any less than that because it's just it's great. Everything is so great. Like 15 years later and those like long takes still are ultimately like just basically perfect. Yeah. And everything looks
1: good. The yeah. fucking effects. Great. Everything looks good. Yeah.
2: There's few people who have, other than, like, we talked about 1917. And, and, I mean, there's a couple of other notables that have, like, even come close to those long takes feeling as no. realistic and intense as And this meaningful.
0: Guy. It's not without yeah. meaning, right? It's not like it's just done to do it. Like 1917, like, it, it increases the tension. You get nervous. Like... It feels yeah. less fake when it goes on that long because you're like, no one could oh, have planned absolutely. this and done it. Like, this is all still happening. Oh, my God. Like, how did they do that? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's I
2: great. guarantee, too, if you Your were to ask... The timeline is
1: intact.
2: Yeah. If you if you were to ask the director and the writer, screenwriter of 1917, I, I guarantee you this would be on their top five or top ten lists yeah. for movies they saw in the past that influenced them to even fucking make that.
1: Yeah. Brentos? Um... I mean, no secret that I think this holds up. There are uh, two things that I wanted to talk about. One is, why is Clive Owen not getting movies now? I was I surprised about that too. I know he's a little too. bit older, but like, come on, that guy's got fucking chops. And if you look at his IMDB, he's doing like TV and stuff now, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, the guy is clearly can be a leading man.
0: Yeah, 100%. And he,
1: yeah. and he brings it.
0: He's, and he's second, so good in this. Not oh, to yeah, interrupt, like, he, he can put all in the tears. Like, he's just so wrecked in this movie. He he does all of it. I'm with him the whole way. I'm, like, okay. surprised he wasn't nominated for this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Like, the acting in this is good enough to be nominated. Yeah. All right, and two? Uh, number two was just that we were talking about how, um, like, Colin brought up how they don't talk about the reason for infertility. And we had talked about how there's a lot of themes in this, but a lot of it's left for you to do the digging on. Like, there's no, like, so, like, I don't know if anyone's seen Don't Look Up. Um, don't Look Up has some themes, but it's a very heavy-handed movie. Okay. Uh, like, there's a very clear message there, or a very clear ex- exploration of things. This movie um, doesn't seem to do that. And I found this quote from um, from Kiran, and it talks about how he dislikes expository film. And his quote is this: "There's a kind of cinema I detest, which is a cinema that is about exposition and explanations. It's become a medium for lazy readers. Cinema is a hostage of narrative, and I'm very good at narrative as a hostage of cin- uh, as a hostage of cinema. <laughs> Fucking love that! Oh my god! And I wish more directors.
2: That is a great quote. I'll his. tell you, I haven't even seen all of that movie you just mentioned. Don't look up, but I can tell you right now why." It- you'd you'd mentioned heavy-handed within the first half an hour of that movie you've learned everything you're going to learn from that movie and now it's just rinse and repeat because it's just like the same jokes the same the same stuff just repeats and repeats and repeats for two and a half hours that movie that's how long that movie is Mm -hmm. that's the problem with movies these days is nobody knows how to write them anymore that's why Clive yes. Owen's not in movies cuz all the good writers have moved on to television They're like everything is I, well, either that's a, possible. A, everything is either a superhero movie now or some kind of a franchise movie from some fucking other thing that's it yeah cinema I do is wish the fucking comic book garbage movies would,
1: would take a break and i love comic books so. if you watch
2: not comic book
1: movies but superhero movies
2: yeah my my favorite movie this this year that I've seen so far is Pig and it is 90 minutes long and it stars Nicolas Cage and I mean the critics love it I mean this is not a fucking movie that a lot of people have seen but it's got a 97 RT rating and it deserves it Mm -hmm. it is fantastic movie he's great in it the directing is great the writing is tight and i learned something in every scene i didn't know from the last scene and yeah. most movies are not doing any of that today it's you know it's i got a theory amazing.
1: on why don't look up is so obtuse and it's because the message it's trying to spread um the people that <laughs> the people that uh, already have that message aren't watching the movie for the message cause they already got it. So they get speaking real slow for the crowd in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think being like really heavy handed with it cause I don't think they believe that their audience is sophisticated.
2: And that sense of humor is just like, it's just, there's just too much of the same joke. It's just like, Oh, the president yeah. doesn't get it. And her chief of staff doesn't get it. And the other people in the white house don't get it. It's just like, how long can that sustain funny?
1: it's it, it's like idiocracy um, is what it is actually watching it I kind of figured that parallel made little sense but
2: mm. even like even movies like Wolf of Wall Street that are like three hours long are the same it's just like these guys do drugs and they're crazy and then this next scene they're gonna do drugs and they're gonna be crazy again oh they do more drugs and they wreck a, a Lamborghini it's just like, no, but nothing's actually happening in this story. Nothing is, nothing is moving it forward. Nothing is going on. I mean, this yeah, has been happening no, for decades not in films. Films, right? No, but the movies that like r- are really good, like they have good scripts. Yeah, no, you need a good script. You, need, <laughs> you have you to have a, a good foundation. fucking screenplay. For yeah. God's sakes, you can have bad directing and bad acting and still have a good movie with a good script. Yeah,
1: no, the story needs to be there. Like Bloodsport. Yeah. Bloodsport. Hold up.
0: Hold
2: up. Hey, you know what? As bad as Bloodsport <laughs> is, that, that's a very short movie, and uh, th- the movie moves. It does. I mean, yeah, that's why you guys truck. like as it. Van Damme's
0: movie. ass. Come on. But I mean, in every come scene, like,
2: it's, it's Van Damme is terrible in that movie, but in every scene, <laughs> it is moving forward in a direction, like and a then it the has an ending. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do it well, definitely has an
1: ending until Bloodsport 2. There go. is not a Bloodsport 2, Bloodsportening. There?
0: there is a Bloodsport 2, but it does not have Van Damme.
2: Oh, well. So it has Dan Bloodsported Van. again. You got out of that, I guess. Bloodsported.
0: What do we got coming up? You know sporty. what we got coming up? We have our January all figgy-figgyed out. And um, next week... What's next? Next week, we're getting back into some Tarantino with what I've long felt would be maybe my second favorite movie of his Jackie Brown.
1: That's my second favorite of his too. Yeah. Oh, uh, I hate it just to be polarized. Yeah.
0: polarized. Tucker this. Carlson. Uh, Following that, we are going to do Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. Um, I'm really stoked for that. that. Uh, Russell Crowe, what a dynamo that man was. Like, think of the movies he's been in. That's Uh, a young Russell Crowe. We should have done as a follow up to Johnny Mnemonic a movie called Virtuosity, starring Russell Crowe. Uh, I vaguely remember it's got definitely some shit where a digital thing comes to life and I think Russell Crowe is the digital guy but I don't know anyway I'm going to maybe check that out in my is own is he
2: retired time. now because I saw him recently on uh, on uh, an interview show I think it was Howard Stern and he is uh, let himself go like he's got to be like 60 something now he is he? quite 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 heavy and uh, he did not look like he was well <laughs>
1: No, I mean he's been trending that way since forever. And let yeah. the guy be fucking happy and fat. Jesus Christ!
2: I, I just asked if he was retired. I'm so sorry, Russell Crowe. You I I apologize. I don't mean to. to, to death, like. I don't mean to shame. I don't mean to shame him in any way. I just I just was wondering if he was retired because it doesn't look like he's getting ready for Gladiator Two or whatever <laughs> they're making. I think they are making yeah, a well, sequel.
1: Oh, he could be he could be yeah. filming something where he's got to be. Uh,
2: Maybe Happy. he is. Maybe yeah. he's playing uh, an older uh, Marlon Chris Brando. Christie. A Marlon Brando, uh, that I, the making of The Island of Dr. Monroe or something like that. Well, I mean, oh Brando is pretty
1: fat, so That's a, yeah, that checks out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's good theory. Good theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, and then we will wrap up uh, the month or maybe or the early next month because I don't know when the Sundays fall with a great comedian... Jim Carrey in Liar Liar, maybe my favorite movie um, that I can remember.
2: Oh, well, I actually am excited to watch that because I have some feelings about um, Jim Carrey movies these days. Although we did do um, uh, Ace Ventura, and it did hold up. So yeah, yeah. Maybe I think that's,
1: Liar Liar might. I think it
2: might yeah. too. But it's I, gonna I'm, it's gonna be close. I I feel like it's gonna be real close. I think it's
0: gonna have heart, and I think the funny shit's still gonna be funny. So. I don't, I don't know. don't
2: know. Um, Jennifer Tilly. Yes. Oh, yeah. With short blonde yeah.
0: here. That's right.
2: Yeah, It's going to be close, guys. I got to tell you. I'm not feeling... Well, we'll see, you know. That's why we do it. We will. We will. I haven't seen it in a while. I haven't seen it in a while. Nice.
0: So we got a nice next couple of movies coming up. So get them into your eye holes and ear holes and uh, be ready to listen to what we got to say about oh, them. Oh,
2: yeah. Watch them. Yeah. Yeah. Watch get them. Get it out of the way. Watch good. them all tonight. Yeah.
0: Just take some Adderall, <laughs> take some Adderall, but fight it and then off you go. Uh, okay. So this has been a real fun one. Children Men, highly recommend get it into you. If you haven't seen it, oh man, I envy you. Or oh, woman, You're lucky. Or, oh, so lucky. Um, yeah, definitely envy you that. Go get it. Uh, this has been a fun one though, like I said. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for coming around. Uh, have a good one and as always, enjoy your shit.